Welcome to the Unleashed Podcast. If you're looking for a no BS approach to building a successful business, then this show's for you. I'm your host, Christina Sholin, sharing an unleashed, real straight talk approach to life and business. So buckle up, put on your big girl panties, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Unleashed Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Sholin, and I thank you for tuning in today. Today, I am going to tell you my story, which is a little bit weird for me because I typically like to be talking to other people. I like to be lifting other people up. I love to be talking about business and and business ideas and and everything. So for me, it's a little bit, it's it's out of my comfort zone, but that's okay, right? Because we talk about getting out of the comfort zone. And great things happen outside of your comfort zone. So here I am. I'm jumping out of that zone. I've told you before that I did a whole lot of odd jobs as a kid. I knew at a very young age that, well, no, I take that back. I didn't know at a young age that I was an entrepreneur. I can look back on it now and think, man, you were always about you know, making some money and bringing in some revenue. So, but I was very young, a little business person. And I did all kinds of little odd jobs, painting fences, painting porches and decks and washing cars, walking dogs, babysitting, running to the store for the old people up the street. I mean, I was always doing something to be able to make some extra money because the we didn't have a lot. My mom was a single mom. She worked her butt off and she didn't have a whole lot of extra money. You know, I remember we grew up eating mac and cheese or top ramen. We've had spam, <laughs> spam in the cupboard. You know, these were things that we, we did not have a lot of luxuries. We didn't go on a lot of trips. So you know, if I wanted anything extra outside of the, you know, the necessities, I needed to provide that for myself. So that's what I did. I would do these little odd jobs here and there to be able to create a little bit of money for myself. But I learned that hard work, you get paid when you work. And that's just how we were taught. That's how I started out. When I was later in my years, 27, I started working for myself. I'm an esthetician by trade, and I have been an esthetician for 22 years now. Can you even believe that? 22 years. Holy smokes. So I was an esthetician for 22 years, and it was it was hard because I needed to create my own clientele. I needed to get out there. I needed to you know, get the word out. I needed to collaborate with uh, salons who were around me, massage therapists, you you name it. I had to work with other people as far as getting the word out and cross-promoting with people. So these were different things that I learned along the way that is so funny that I didn't know at the time was going to help me get to where I am today. They're little things that turn into great things that help me learn how to promote business in so many different ways. So I always had some form of income 
I also had a job almost all the time. I remember one time I was working in two different salons, both renting space for my, you know, for myself. So I was self-employed there, but I also worked at a sports bar. So these things, they, it was always just these, this was my cycle, work, 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 work. Later on, once I, I, I settled down, I, I got married. We had our first daughter and well, I still had that. I realized that I have a job and I make this paycheck, but I want to make more. And it's not out of greed. It's out of wanting to have, wanting to be able to put money. I wanted a savings. I wanted a retirement. I wanted those things that I feel are necessities. Yeah, outside of food and shelter and all of that. So those were things that were always on my mind and I needed to provide more. And, you know, I mean, looking at a sports bar, I made pretty stinking good money. But when I got out of that atmosphere and into like I had a desk job, which I felt trapped. I hated desk jobs. I hated them. But you know, the limit on, I always knew that I had a limit of what I was going to make at that job. I don't like limits. I hate limits. I don't do well with limits. So I always did other things still in my late 20s and even into my early 30s, I was always doing something extra. I got involved in some direct sales, the party plan industry. And I made a little extra cash there, had my first daughter. It was harder to be able to go do those parties and stuff because, well, when I was pregnant, it sucked having to carry boxes around and stuff. But I was, at that time, I was building connections. I was building these relationships with people and I did not know what was happening. Okay, I want you to pay attention to this because... I feel that relationships are so important because you don't know, and I'm going to share a little bit in a few minutes, how important those relationships are to you later on. Obviously, not every single one of them, you don't, but you don't know which ones are going to be more important than others, right? But it's always good to have those relationships. So I had done a few different party plan things, and I had my second daughter. And I was working with a skincare line and again, building more and more relationships. I was doing several events, you know, uh, vendor events. Uh, I didn't really do parties so much, but it was skincare. That was my jam. I got it. I totally understood skincare. So it was, it was my jam. That's what I did. And that just kept on all of those connections that I was making along the way, I still have them today. And this was, let me see, 11 years ago, 12 years ago. Then I had my second daughter, same thing, going through these things, trying to do a party plan type thing, direct sales. I did not work in the salon anymore. I didn't work. I was just at home. My husband at the time we decided that I was going to stay home. I wasn't going to go and work outside of the house. 
so in and it was I I did like a few hours a week. I went to a salon and I it was kind of a little escape for me to get out of the house and be around adults, but that was really it. I mean, it was so so small of a task that I didn't even really count it as a job really, but I still had I had people come over to my house. I was having people come over for waxing because I was an esthetician. I always kept my license current. And so that's how I was able to contribute. And then, like I said, also those direct party plan things. There was, guys, I did a lot of them. I don't even know how many I did. And Here's a really important part that I want you to hear. If you're in something like that, if you're in a network marketing company, most likely, especially a network marketing company, you're probably not getting a whole lot of support from home. And I am sorry for that. If you do experience that, I'm sorry that you have to go through that. I went through that. That was really hard for me because my husband at the time worked construction and I would have to, you know, I'd have to buy some products. I'd be on the phone trying to book a party or make sales or whatever it was. And I just didn't have a whole lot of support at home. And it made life tough as far as business went. And it reflected on that part of my income. Although I brought in some okay money, it could have been so much better had I had some support. And had I been able to run my business the way that I felt that I should run my business. Fast forward, my husband decided he didn't want to be married anymore. So we split up and... I had no clue what I was going to do. I literally had no clue what I was going to do. My stress level was so maxed out. I did not have a job. Obviously, the at the time, the direct sales network marketing thing was at a big time lull because I don't want to be playing that little violin, but I was never able to run my business the way that I wanted to. So you know, a few hundred extra dollars every month was not going to pay the bills that I needed to pay. So I was really looking for a job. I needed a job is what I needed. And my, like I said, my stress level, it was really bad. I, and we didn't make a heck of a lot of money and our spending was way out of control. It was, well, I shouldn't say it was out of control. It was our spending habits were not great. And that was the two of us. So I didn't know how I was going to be able to stay in our house. I didn't know how I was going to be able to stay in the house, keep my girls together. They were five and seven at the time. So it was, I mean, the stress, oh my gosh. Well, now one of the friends that I had met in one of the previous party plans that I was in had reached out to me and she was telling me about this this company that she had found and and all of this stuff and and I was like I was like look you know I I I know that I used some really choice words but I was so stressed out at the time I even had to apologize later I'm like I'm really sorry that I talked to you like that but I I said I'm so stressed out 
I'm stressed out. I don't know what I'm going to do. I was getting foreclosure notices on our house. I was getting shutoff notices. I was trying to make payment arrangements with the power company, trying to figure out how I was going to pay the water bill. It was, boy, fun times. So what had ended up happening was she told me it was a it's a health and wellness product and she said look just take this i think it'll make you feel better and i thought nah okay fine 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 so she sends me some stuff it sits on my counter for a couple of weeks now between the time that she sent it and the time that i actually took it That's when my ex-husband moved out of the house. And so the timing is very funny. And when I took it, I did feel amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I need to have this. And the reason I tell you this part is because this was a changing point for me. And I realized that I, first of all, I figured out Where I I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to work at that sports bar that I had worked, you know, I think it was 12 years before that. I went back there and I thought, you know, if I could, if I could make enough money so that I could take this product on a regular basis, I'm going to feel better. I was not looking for a business opportunity. I I just wanted to make some money to pay I needed to make a paycheck so that I could pay my bills and keep my girls in in our home. So I went from that attitude (laughs) to I earned a bonus with this company and uh, it was within the first couple of weeks. And the bonus that I got was I was able to pay one month of my mortgage and get some groceries. And I thought, okay. If I do this on the side and work at the sports bar, if I could bring in $500 to $1,000 a month with this on the side, I could afford to stay in the house. I would be able to afford to pay the bills. And so that was my goal, was to be able to make enough money at the sports bar to pay for the mortgage and most of the utilities and then make enough with this other my side hustle to pay the rest of the utilities. That was all I wanted. I think a really important part for me to share with you is this might be uncomfortable for some, but it's okay because it's who I am and it's a big part of who I am. It's a major part of who I am. When I found out that we were getting a divorce, I literally handed everything over. And when I say handing everything over, I mean that I did not know how to handle my situation and I did a whole lot of praying. I remember laying in my bed that night and I cried and cried and my poor girls were, they they said, oh my gosh, I could hear them outside my door. I've never seen mom cry. I've never seen mom cry. They were freaking out because I was crying. And I remember handing it all over and I just said, I said, God, I know that you are going to have me covered. I didn't want anything more than than what I needed to survive. I figured, you know what? If I'm going to be out on the street, 
I'm going to be in a big, huge box. Like I'm going to have the biggest cardboard box and I'm going to have a big old tent around it. Like I, I, I thought, you know, I'm going to, it, it's going to be big enough for the three of us. I'm going to be just fine. Uh, God's going to provide me with everything I need to survive. And that's really all I was, I was, that's really all I was asking for. And after I did that, the next morning, I felt amazing. I felt so relieved. So I knew that I was going to be fine. So fast forward to that bonus, that bonus. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm not going to call it a miracle because I think that, I mean, that was a small miracle, but it was a blessing. And I was able to pay that mortgage one month of it and get some groceries. And that's when my plan was, okay, I'll work at the sports bar, make $500 to $1,000 a month with my side hustle, and I'll be just fine. My goal of that, I reached within my first month and a half. And that second full month, I was able to get, I was able to get a car bonus, which was an extra $300. The auto bonus that we have, it's either three or $800. So that $300, I was like, okay, right there is, that's my power bill and my, my cable bill. Right there is 300 bucks. I got that covered just with the car bonus. This is how I thought out my life at the time. Then I earned a trip. I earned a trip to Mexico. And I was like, I hadn't gone on a trip in so long. And I mean, it was just one thing after another and one blessing after another. And I started bringing in more money than what I ever thought that I would. All I was doing, I know it sounds really cliche, and if you are a network marketer and you're hearing this, you're going to be like, yeah, I know, I hear it all the time. But I'm not kidding. It's, it, it's exactly how it was. I was just sharing something with other people. Like, I told people about it. I wasn't selling people. I wasn't reaching out and I wasn't bombarding people's inboxes. If I knew somebody was tired and exhausted, I was telling them about it. I'm like, hey, you should check this out. I feel amazing. People started watching what I was doing. Most people didn't know the stress that I was under. Most people didn't, like, they had no clue what I was doing. You know, like as far as the behind the scenes, they had no idea that I was going through a divorce. That was something that I never made public. I don't believe in putting your dirty laundry out there, but they saw transformation and they saw somebody showing up and I had confidence that I didn't have before and they knew something was different. And so this just continued and continued. And the more people I shared it with, the more people shared it with others. And then it grew and grew. Well, I was able to pay for my divorce. I was able to get a new car that the company paid for. I was able to create a breathing space that I never thought I'd have. From there, 
I, this is probably my biggest, oh, it makes me a little bit on the emotional side. I pulled my girls out of public school and I put them in private Christian school. And that is one thing that I'm probably the most proud of because I gave them something so much better than what what they were getting. And they could learn a foundation that I felt was so important. In that that foundation, I can only teach so much of that at home. I really wanted them to have a deeper understanding. And so that to me was my biggest win. And in everything, in all of my wins, that's still in probably the top three because they benefit so much from that. In my first three years being with this company, I, well, let me see, my first full year with it, I earned six figures, which was unreal to me. And I, I mean, I can't even, I can sit here and say blessings and blessings and blessings, but it's just not even strong enough of a word. But my first year was a six-figure year. I had never seen that before, ever. Within my first three years, I received a seven-figure earner award and was the highest paid single mom in my company. And that was quite an achievement. It did not come with it did not come without hard work. I was dedicated. I was never going to give up. I had so many goals, so many dreams that I wasn't going to stop. And it just continued to grow and it always has. I love being able to help other people and that I was getting rewarded by just doing that. And those relationships that I told you about earlier that that you build along the way. Some of them stick around, some of them get some of them get really strong. You don't know who's going to be instrumental in getting you to your next level because it takes a team of people. It takes people who are pushing you. It takes a tribe. And when you find that tribe, when you build the life you dream of, and when I say that, I don't mean it in a cliche way. And I know that some people kind of roll their eyes at the, oh, life of your dreams. No, I'm really serious. You can live a life that you dream about. You can live it. I do. I never would have thought when I was seven years old, 10 years old, 15 years old, that I would be living the kind of life that I do now. I don't live extravagantly, but I live comfortably. I have, oh my gosh, my stress level is low. My goals, my dreams, my visions, my vision board, those are hefty. I'm not stopping. This is only the beginning for me. So these are things I want you to think about because now my business is still going strong and I still share my business 
portion of my life on a regular basis. I still help people on the daily, but I have even bigger goals now and I have more people to reach. I have people who want, I know there, there's people out there who want to build a business beyond what they thought they could do. I know how to help them now and not just network marketing. What I've learned along the way in this journey is that business is built with a plan. When you plan out your day, when you plan out your business and you start checking things off of a daily list of things that you have to do in order to make that business grow, you map things out and you put in the blood, sweat, and tears to make things happen, you're going to, you're going to make it happen. It's going to happen. But one of the biggest keys, if I had given up back the, the night that I handed everything over, if I had given up that night, if I had just rolled over and been like, okay, I'm just going to be a single mom, huh? What would, where would I be today? I wouldn't be talking to you. I wouldn't be in the home that I'm in. I wouldn't, my girls wouldn't be at the school that they're in now. They wouldn't have, you know, all of the knowledge of the foundation of what we, we believe in. There's so many things, so many things. And, and I'm telling you that if I can make of my life what I have, anybody can do this. And I don't care if it's a network marketing company, if you want to, if you want to uh, open up a spa or you want to open up your own sports bar, if you want to open up whatever it is that you have a dream of, that you have a vision of, if you put the work into it and the dedication and you make the sacrifices that are necessary. And I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to... Let me tell you a quick story about sacrifices. And I tell this story often. I remember on that first trip to Mexico, when I was there, the CEO of our company had said, if you want to be a top earner in this company, you've got to make sacrifices. You're going to have to sacrifice time away from your family. You're going to have to be traveling. You're going to have to be going here and going there. You've got sacrifices that you're going to have to make. And I remember being pissed off. I remember thinking to myself, you don't know me. You don't know my situation. You know, and I was kind of in my mind thinking in a victim mentality, which is not the way that I roll, let me tell you. But I felt that way. I was like, you don't know me. I can't make those kind of sacrifices. And it was soon after that that I realized, you know, I do make sacrifices. They're just different sacrifices than what other people can make. I can't be gone all the time because I don't have a significant other to be able to stay home with my girls. I can't make those, you know, nighttime obligations all the time. I just can't. I make different sacrifices than other people make, but I make sacrifices. So this is something that's really important to know. 
It's really important for you to keep in mind that you are going to make sacrifices, but I will tell you this, all of the sacrifices that I make, I communicate to my girls. I let them know I have a call at this time and at this time I have a Zoom meeting at this time. I've got a mastermind meeting at this time. So if they have homework, they're either going to have to wait for me to be done with whatever my obligation is or uh, they'll have to be on their own doing it. And so these are the things that they understand, but I communicate with them. And I communicate with them my goals. I commu- We do vision boards together. So all three of us have our own vision boards. And so we know what we're working for. And, you know, they have their own dreams. They've got their own visions and they know what they want to go for. So this is something that we take very seriously in our household. And communication is number one. Communication. We would not function in this house the way that we do if it weren't for communication. So I communicate my goals with them and I communicate my wins with them. We celebrate those and everything. So I, these are things that I really hope that you take into consideration when you're mapping out your destination, when you're mapping out your goals. I really hope that you take these things into consideration and you communicate to your family why you want this, why you want time freedom, you want financial freedom, whatever it is that you want, communicate with them and make sure that they know the sacrifices that you're willing to make and that you're not willing to make, okay? I am not willing to miss my girls' soccer games or drama performances. I will not miss anything. I will not miss a field trip. Okay. These are things that I will not miss. And they're part of my reason why I am an entrepreneur and I work my ass off to create the life that we live so that I can be completely present for them at all times. I hope that I did not bore you today. I hope that this inspires somebody that you're going to go out, you're going to create something so much more for yourself that you thought you couldn't do, and I know that you can. So you guys go out and crush this, would you? Thank you for joining me today on the Unleashed Podcast. My hope is that you leave this podcast feeling inspired, fired up, and ready to take the next step to living your dream life. And if you could do me a quick favor, please leave me a five-star review over on iTunes. I love reading the reviews, and each week I'll choose one special person to win some Unleashed Sway. Make sure you add your name to the review, and I'll reach out to you if you're the winner. Thanks again for spending your time with me today. Be sure to visit me at ChristinaUnleashed.com for past episodes and more gifts to help you unleash the most successful version of you. 